Hey, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. We're so glad that you joined us uh, for online communion. This is always a special time for us at Christmas. And uh, we wanted to gather our church family and really anybody who's watching today to come into a time of community, a time of communion with your family. And as we celebrate communion, this is really what it's all about. It's about being together. When Jesus was together with his disciples on that very last night before he was betrayed by Judas, he gathered all the disciples together. And that word communion is where we get our word community. You're at home spending time with your family. This is a really special time of year for us. And let's remember at the Last Supper, the communion that we call it, that's when Jesus was celebrating the Passover, which was the big memory for them and the big celebration of God delivering them from slavery from Egypt. The Passover was any house that had the blood of the Passover lamb spread over the doorpost that the angel of death would pass them by. And Jesus was basically foretelling the disciples that this is what I'm going to do for you. They didn't know that. They didn't fully understand it. But that's really what it's all about. And so as we gather this morning for the Last Supper, we are going to uh, celebrate what God has done for us. It's going to be an exciting time. I hope you had your communion elements with you so that we can get started. Yeah, wherever you are, welcome. And we're so glad you're here with us. And if you don't have communion packets, get crackers or get a piece of bread and any kind of drink juice will do. We're ready to celebrate with you. So in the same way that Jesus celebrated the Passover, he basically was letting them know, I'm going to do this for you in my death on the cross. So what I want us to do today is I want us to celebrate the Holy Sacrament of Communion by remembering his great sacrifice for us. So I want you to close your eyes for a minute. Just close your eyes. And I want you to think back to that time when you were saved, when Jesus, that gift of salvation experience was something you received for the very first time. So think back to the place where you were saved. Think back to the setting, the place, the people, maybe the event that you were at, maybe the special person that led you in this prayer, or maybe told you about Jesus for the first time. See if you can remember that. Shay, do you remember your first time that you heard really about Jesus in a way that you understood salvation? Yes, I distinctly remember when I was saved. I was nine years old and we had a service, an evening service with a special guest speaker and he called people who were feeling God leading them. And if, you know, if the Spirit was tugging at their heart to, to come forward and to come to the altar. And I was nine and I remember I was sitting by my aunt and I was gripping the front of the bench in front of me and I couldn't move, I was just too scared. So uh, that uh, moment passed, but the feeling did not go away. And when we went home that evening, I was getting ready for bed and I told my mom how I felt. And um, she explained to me that that was the prompting of the Holy Spirit 
um, to accept him, to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior of my life. And she led me through the sinner's prayer. And I remember feeling like the world was magic. There was this indescribable peace and I felt clean from head to toe. Mm. It was a beautiful, peaceful moment. I didn't want that moment to end because I felt so overjoyed and um, fresh and new in Jesus. Well, that's so cool. I remember uh, when I started coming to your church when I was a teenager, I was not interested in God at all, and I didn't want any part of that. But I started watching people in worship and how excited they were. They were just so excited, especially during worship. And even when the pastor would preach, they were so engaged. And uh, I saw this joy that they had that my life did not have. And I finally came to this place that my life didn't look like theirs. And I wanted that kind of joy. I wanted that experience with God. Um, and I just remember going down to what we call the altar and receiving the Lord. And I received the Lord and was baptized in the Holy Spirit on the same night. And it was just one of the most incredible experiences. And I remember uh, the evangelist, I believe he's gone to be with Jesus now, but uh, his name was Buell Pitts. Remember him? And he would come to our church and preach revivals. So. I remember uh, that was super special to me. And I remember all those old saints that many of them have gone to heaven now, but they were so instrumental in, in just encouraging me as a young uh, man in the Lord. So this is what remembering our salvation looks like when we take communion. This is what it looks like to remember back to us receiving that great gift of salvation. And so... I want to bring it into today because sometimes when we grow in our faith, uh, it's not unusual for us um, to maybe have this feeling of maybe we've strayed uh, in our relationship from God or distanced somehow. Um, sometimes it's easy when hardships come up that we forget so easily the many times that God has come through for us. And I know I'm going through a few things like that right now personally in my life that it's like I have to keep reminding myself of God's provision, God coming through uh, for me, for you, for destiny, for our family. And um, many times the enemy will lie to us and tell us that, you know, uh, listen, your God's not here. He's not around. He's deserted you. Uh, where is he? What? Why isn't he being faithful since you've been so faithful? There's a barrage of lies that the enemy can bring up. And we have to remember that he's with us. So I want you to read this scripture, uh, which is beautiful right here at Christmas time. So in the story of Jesus' birth and Mary and Joseph learning about Jesus, Matthew one twenty three says, Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel which means God with us. That's so good that he's with us. I also remember in the scripture, you know, this is uh, this is what the angel is saying, but I remember Jesus himself saying that uh, I am with you always to the very end of the world, to the end of time, and I will never leave you or forsake you. And I just want to encourage you that God is with us 
wherever we are in whatever situation. He's never surprised. He's never taken off guard. He is so at peace and he wants us to have that peace um, with him. And so what I want to do right now is I'd love for us to just take a minute and think of a few times when God came through. Shay and I are going to do this right now and then you're going to do it a little later. Um, let's just think of some times. I've had a little bit of time that I can think about this, but I can think of three times right now, right off the top of my head. And I keep these things before me all the time because I need to call these up over and over and over again. And um, are you ready? I've got three. You go. You go first. Okay. So uh, one is when my family first got saved, literally, I think it was the first, maybe second year that my family had received salvation. My God was, uh, my, my dad was dying of cancer and they had given him six months to live. God miraculously healed him and he lived for another 22 years, I think. Um, my sister, who was hopelessly unsaved and a meth addict, um, God brought her back and I thought she could, she was too far to be saved, but God brought her back to him uh, before her death. And then um, the other thing was uh, one time we had this huge financial situation in our family. And God's done that multiple times, even for us as a church, where we needed $10,000 and we didn't have it. And somebody just gave us a car out of the blue that was worth $10,000. And that was our down payment uh, on a house that we needed. Yeah. So those are my three. I remember many things, and there are times where God's faithfulness just shines through, and so you persevere through the difficult times because you remember those things where He was faithful, and you know He will do it again. One time in particular was when we started Destiny Church. Back then it was called Jubilee, and we had a calling on our lives. And 10 years prior, God had spoken and said that that was going to happen in a period of about 10 years. And it was exactly that amount of time. And so that was one of the promises that God made to us that we saw come to pass. But then the financial provision, because we didn't have finances to establish a church. And those finances came supernaturally through um, the... Um, providing from another church in Georgia where my parents attended. And that church gave the exact amount that we needed for some very yeah. specific things for the um, building and the resources that we needed to get started. So that was a very uh, prominent memory in starting Destiny Church as it is today. That was one of those that you're talking about that was like to the penny, like God came through to the penny. I had heard other stories, but never for me. And that, that I get excited when I think about that because a lot of times we'll be thinking, well, God does that for other people. God does that for other people. And he doesn't do it for me, but God did that for me. And um, I'm just really glad that God is no respecter of persons and that whatever he does for other people, he'll do for us. So um, as we break bread this morning, as we come together and form this bond as a spiritual community, I want us to remember uh, the great things that God has done for us. But here's something that 
I want you to understand God is looking for people who will celebrate him before they see it. And that's what he was doing at the Last Supper. He said, I want you to remember me. He was asking them to do something that they had not experienced yet. He had not given his life for them yet. And so he was saying, in the future, I want you to remember me. I want you to remember the sacrifices. So for us, let's celebrate him now for things that we're needing him to do for us in the future that we don't see it yet. So I want you to take your elements there, your juice and your bread, whatever that looks like for you. And God, we remember the sacrifice of our Savior on the night that he was betrayed, that he took the bread and he broke it and he said, this is my body that is given for you. By the stripes on his body, we are healed, we are made whole. So take a knee. And Lord, you took the cup, you held it up, and you said, as you drink this cup, remember, this is the blood that's poured out for you. In this blood is something supernatural that we have the remission, the washing away of our sins. Thank God everybody who's a believer has been saved now and forever. So take the cup and drink. Thank you, Lord, for your great sacrifice for us. Thank you, God, that you sent your son for us and you loved us that much that you never want us to see. You never want us to see ourselves separated from you and you separated from us. We love you, Jesus. So this is what I want to do. I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And next Sunday, we're going to see you on Christmas Eve the morning at 10 a.m., we're going to be back at our regular service. It'll be New Year's Eve. Oh, sweet. Sorry, did I say yeah. Christmas Eve? New Year's Eve. We're going to celebrate. We'll be back on our regular service. And then um, what I'd like to do now is the music's going to continue to play. And as Shay and I go off, uh, we're going to let you uh, talk among yourselves as a family. And we're going to let you share uh, one or two special things about your salvation experience like we did earlier. You do that now with your family. Um, and if you haven't received Jesus yet, maybe this could be your experience that you received him while doing an online communion with people that are a community of believers. So if you want, let us just lead you in a prayer. You can join us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your son, Jesus, and we believe that he is God incarnate, meaning divinity came in the form of a human with no sinful bloodline, and that God, you uh, came upon Mary and you basically impregnated her with the Son of God. You, Holy Spirit, then raised him up God, you gave him the strength to live a sinless life. He died on a cross for us. He was dead and buried and was risen again. He lives in heaven right now where he prepares a place that one day you will call us home to be with you. 
whether that's in death or you return before we die and we'll be caught up with you in the air. Father God, we thank you that all of our sins are washed away because of your precious blood and that by your stripes, Father, that we are healed of all spiritual sickness and physical sickness. And we accept you as our Savior, as our Messiah. And we thank you, God, this Christmas at this time for saving our soul. I am your son. We are your sons and daughters. And you, Jesus, are our brother. And God, you are our Heavenly Father. And we love you. And we thank you for salvation, Lord. Amen. So why don't you guys continue to talk about your salvation, remember back some great things that God has done as the music plays, and just want to tell you Merry Christmas. Man, we love you guys. God bless you. Merry Christmas, everyone.